Tuesday morning, baby boys and baby girls. Oh shit! Guess what? What? Legity legity lobsters. Tuesday morning, Lobster Crew. Well, if y'all ain't a fine-looking bunch of golden lobsters, hell, I don't even know what is. Oh, shit. It is Tuesday. It is the 23rd of October, 
2018, the year of the pinger, the Chinese year of the pinger. I'm pretty sure I'm not 100%. I'll have to look it up in the Encyclopedia Britannica. That's where I get all my information. Come on, if it was written down there in the first place, it had to be legit. Ain't no fake news in the, in the bloody freaking bloody bibliography. It's got a bibliography. Probably it has. Bloody Encyclopedia Britannica. Only any good for keeping bloody doors open these days. Lobsters. Right. Good bloody God. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen of Threshold.fm. Welcome those on YouTube. The chat is filling up. Decent folk. Understandable folk. They're out there looking for the best ideas. <sighs> trying to navigate this crazy mixed up world with a dodgy sat-nav. You know, an out-of-date map. It's got Lumpoly and Woolworths on it. Doesn't make any sense. That That's a bloody one-way street now. You know, they they pedestrianised that area. That's not on the map. They're doing their best. They're practically orienteering. They're on a bloody Duke of Edinburgh award. They're out of their minds. They're on pingers. I love them. They're, they're, they're the only people I truly love in the world. Lobsters. The lobster crew, they are there. Sam Howard, Paulie de Pimp, Mr. Merck. Dead Bass, Squidgy Beats, Real Akeem, Except No Fakes. They're all in there. Decent bloody lobsters. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Coffee and Mames. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. People all across the flat earth, it is 10 in the morning on a Tuesday. It's Coffee and Memes, it's Threshold.fm, it's YouTube, it's Lobster Crew. We're fucking doing it. Uh, iPads are best used as surfaces for your rails. Prove me wrong. Uh, look, I <laughs> it's, only, it's only 10 in the morning and we're getting straight into it. I have, uh, on many occasions, while on uh, mind-altering substances, have mused as to the idea of an app for your phone or for your iPad, that actually just brings up a sort of, um, just a sort of ruled lines, and uh, it allows you to make sure that all the lines that you are chopping up are the same length, so as to avoid any arguments. It could be called like the iRack or the iLine. Uh, I don't want to make the app myself, but I'm happy to throw that one out, sort of open source it, you know, if you want to do it, if you want to make it. I don't want my name attached to it. Uh, I'll take 20%. That's fine. Just donate to the Patreon. Link's in the bottom. Uh, yeah. Uh, more people in the chat. Oh, they're all getting in there, aren't they? Oh, they're all having a go. Thomas the Tank Engine, what's going on? Australia, real or fake? It's already coming up. Flat Earth, bloody hell. Don't miss a beat. Birds, they're not real. Techno, it's not real. Australia, forget about it. Lobsters. Christ. <sighs> Talking too fast already. I'm just... Talking to goddamn fast. Hey, look. Uh, got some good records today. Breakage. Bungle. Salary man. Um, is he an accountant? Could be. Uh, Christ, Jesus Christ. Uh, he makes jungle now. Uh, Scream arts. Juby. Uh, lovely stuff. Look, there's all manner of madness in the world today. Um, there's all manner of. God, it's just, it's never ending, isn't it? 
bloody never-ending. Sex bot news. Um, really got to make that jingle. Really got to make that jingle. Um, anyway, hope everyone's doing all right. Hope everyone's had their breakfast. Hope you've had a bowl of hot, healthy whole grains. Have a steak instead. Right, look, come on, let's just get straight into some tunes and then we'll get into the banter. Yeah, you know the banter? Do you remember? You came here for the banter. Forget it, mate. Just forget it. Right, this is a new one by Breakage. It's off his At The Controls EP. It's called As We Enter. It's pretty stinky. Thanks for the update, Paulie. It's a shame to hear that uh, Thomas the Tank Engine is shilling for Round Earth and Real Australia. That is disappointing. Like the French crew on threshold, I see ya. Belgium crew, Northern England crew, Northern Ireland crew, Polish crew. Uh, Reese in the chat is asking when I'm setting up my weight loss program. I'll tell you it now, basically. You just do gear and don't eat. Honestly, it worked wonders. It worked wonders. I'm joking. Do not take my medical advice. That's a hot joint, Mr. Breakage. Ain't nobody arguing with that. Dead casual, isn't it? Dead casual, like. Let's roll that one out. It's fine. Literally fine. Yeah, that's a naughty bit. I'm a fan of that. Right, okay, come on. I know what you're all here for. You pretend that you're here for the music, don't you? But really, you're just here to listen to Richard Hartley Parkinson's articles in the Metro. Lord of bloody mercy. Right, here it is. Here we go. Here we fucking go. School bans bags, so boy turns up carrying books in microwave. <laughs> He's a cheeky cockney schoolboy. Here he is. Uh, he's a cheeky cockney schoolboy. Uh, he's got his books in a microwave. He don't fuck about. He plays by no one's rules but his own. 
Uh, he's wacky, he's zany, he's madcap. All his friends say he's daft, daft lad. Hey, mad lad. What are you doing, mad lad? Hey, daft lad. Hey, soft lad. What are you doing, lad? You got your books in the microwave, mad. What are you doing, mate? A school has banned bags for health and safety reasons, leading some pupils to get creative with how they carry their books. Oh, God. I mean, uh, I feel like we need some sort of ironic stings for this sort of thing. Um, so I could pretend like I'm, uh, you know, one of those sort of ranty, uh, like, well, imagine Alex Jones, but without less conspiracy, you know, shape-shifting, freaking interdimensional child-molesting vampires. Less that, but more like the sort of ones that you get on sort of local radio or something like, this is bloody political correctness gone mad. This country's gone to the dogs. This is broken Britain, and I, for one, won't stand for it. You know, Brexit can't come soon enough. Yeah, they sort of, they exist, they exist, and, I, and I'm sure they, they could would have some sort of radio stings for this sort of thing. Political correctness gone mad. Or health and safety gone mad. I think I need something like that, but as long as we can all just agree that it's a piss take. Some people don't understand jokes. Uh, Jacob Ford, 17, uh, disagreed with the policy at Spalding Grammar School after six formers were ordered not to carry bags between classes. This is so ridiculous. This is so fucking ridiculous. The school started stated that injury was being caused to younger students because of ever larger bags being carried on their shoulders. So don't let them have bags. It's a bit. This is like school logic. Once once you get outside of school and you get into the world of like effectively the world of capitalism, where like profit margins have to be addressed and things like this sort of stuff doesn't t- tend to happen as much in some ways it does like you wouldn't get a workplace where where they did this because they go what do you mean can't carry bags what the hell is people supposed to carry stuff in it's been absolutely ridiculous productivity will go through the fucking floor uh yes yeah, so apparently they're just the uh, make books smaller put it all on a fucking ipad instead <laughs> Uh, Instead, they're being encouraged to carry books by hand. You've still got to carry the books, whether it's on your back or in your hands. Previously, bags were not allowed in year 7 to 11. (laughs) But uh, but until this year, uh, they were allowed for sixth formers. Jacob staged a silent protest by using a wicker basket and a microwave uh, to make a point after a petition was started. He also wrote a 3,000-word essay in which he says a compromise could be made. Wow, he's a right little activist. I'm actually... uh, I mean, the 3,000-word the essay sort of made me go off him a little bit, but okay, all right. Um, he ended up being suspended for two days after he refused to hand over his mobile phone, which he used to keep his mother Tracy updated on his treatment. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm, I'm now, now I'm in two minds about Jacob. Is uh, I mean, he seemed like a rebel, rebel with a cause, um, but I don't know, he's getting a little bit... Um, a little bit safe spacey with the phone thing. But then, then again, he could just be, you know, maybe he's playing playing the school by their games. Uh, she said, I think Jacob's protest has been very peaceful and I believe he should have his say. At the end of the day, this is Jacob's mother, uh, Tracy, speaking. What's this? Uh, uh, Tracy Ford. 
Um, at the end of the day, I believe in freedom of speech, and so I'm very proud of him to standing up, for standing up for something he believes in. Microwave or no microwave. <laughs> it's worth addressing the microwave in that, isn't it? Like, my son is out there. He's fighting for freedom, for freedom of speech. He's uh, he's standing up for what he believes in. Just don't worry about the microwave. But microwave or no microwave, he's still he's standing up for things that he believes in. He is he's going to do well. He is an opinionated young gentleman. Yes, yes, microwave or no microwave, he's still standing up for something he believes in. Monsters. Uh, <laughs> days after the rule was enforced, a petition began online. Hannah Catterall, who started the petition, said, uh, said, By not permitting backpacks, students are unable to carry revision materials to and from school with ease, and therefore grades may dramatically decrease. The petition was removed days after gaining 463 signatures. That sounds like a fucking conspiracy to me. Sounds like they got to them. Mmm, dearie, dearie me. Uh, Bridget Allen, who has two children at the school, says, I was outraged when I heard about the ban. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, how can you even get to places on time with all the right books, let alone carry things like sanitary towels? That's a fucking good point. Uh, this is something all of the girls and female teachers are talking about. It's madness. It's, it's political greatness. Health and safety gone mad. Uh, Noah Leatherland said, look... Looks like I got I got out just in time. What a truly ridiculous rule. If I had a bag to haul everything around, sixth form would have been 12 times less organised. If I hadn't had a bag to haul everything around, ranking can't fucking read. Right, okay. Claire Thatcher added, My son attends this school and I was completely unaware of this absurd rule. Bearing in mind most sixth formers either walk to school or get public transport, surely the staff would rather the work was kept safe and students than blah, blah, blah. The school's website outlines a uniform policy from sixth form to both male and female students, but does not mention bags at all. Head teacher Stephen Wilkinson boo, told Spalding Today, uh, Spalding Today, presumably a newspaper, newspaper, he says, uh, the facts that have been presented are far from the full picture. <laughs> we have a student who has behaved in an increasingly inappropriate way. Actions like <laughs> actions of the likes I have never witnessed, and I <laughs> and who has been sanctioned entirely in line with the school's policies. What disappoints me most is the fact that rather than working with us, the parents concerned uh, have encouraged and is now seeking to glorify her son's behaviour. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is ridiculous. This is hilarious. I mean, uh, yeah, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna cow to it. Uh, Stephen Wilkinson. I mean, I just I can't really see the. Maybe we're just getting one side of the story. Like Jeremy Kyle has taught us so many times over the years, there are two sides to every story, even if neither person has any teeth. Uh, right, yeah. Well, he's a renegade, he's a maverick, he's a wild man, he plays by no one's rules that his own. Uh, Jacob Ford, uh, you're a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Right, come on, let's have some more of that famous drum and bass music that everyone's talking about. This is by... Kirist, Kyrist, Christ. By Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. I uh, don't know if you remember him. Died for all our sins a little while ago. Something worth thinking about.
let's grind RS. Uh, high ranking, did you make the tune with two guys talking in a record store at the start of the tune? Kind of depends which one you're talking about. I think you're probably referring to the Chase and Status one. And no, it's not me for the millionth fucking time. Reeing in the chat. I have to get a, I have to get the re frog sample. I think that'd be a bad idea. Get enough hassle from people because they use Jordan Peterson samples. I think the record that you're referring to is Music Club by Chase and Status. I don't know who does the voices, but it's not me. I did the one about the cats and the meow meow. And the boat shoes. This is a fucking hot joint, this. This is on Dispatch. I presume it's Kiris. Is anyone else watching having trouble with the sound being out of sync? I can't see anything on my end. Can't get over how naughty that schoolboy is. What naughty schoolboy? He just looks... He looks every bit the part, doesn't he, of the naughty schoolboy. Maybe a few more freckles. He looks like that bastard Jimmy Cartwright off the estate. Except he never went to school. Alright, alright, alright. Uh, 
that was Move This Way by uh, Kirist. Please, uh, you know, tell me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm sure, I'm, you know, I'm sure someone will. God knows everyone likes to pick up on all my mistakes the whole time. Um, right, yeah. Woman arrested for stealing Primark coat on her way to shoplifting court case. She is addicted to the motherfucking game. Lobsters. A shoplifter has been arrested after she stole a coat from Primark on her way to court. Darlene Mullen, she is a fucking wild one. She's out of control. She's an out of control teen. I oh, know she's 26. Uh, she's from Perth, Scotland. She was wearing the stolen jacket when she arrived at court to be sentenced for her other shoplifting charges. Jesus Christ. That's fu- <laughs> she fucking she don't give a shit. She does get she has zero fucks to give. Have you ever given that few fucks that you're on your way to court for shoplifting and you shoplifted on the way for a jacket that you then wore in court for your shoplifting case? Pfft, fucking I don't know if anyone's ever given that few fucks. iPad, what are you even doing? Oh, thank you. That iPad don't give no fucks. Not that few level of fucks lobsters uh the 26 year old was caught on camera asking staff at the court to help her remove the security tag from the coat <laughs> oh my god she doesn't give a fuck i'm just gonna reread that the 26 year old was caught on camera asking staff at the court to help her remove the security tag from the coat oh. solicitor david holmes defending darlene darlene uh asked perth sheriff court to give her a community sentence and said she was on the right track and was dealing with her criminal behaviour. But Sheriff Lindsay Foley said, let me stop you right there. She was supposed to be here at 10am on the 19th of September to be sentenced by my brother Sheriff for shoplifting. By my brother Sheriff for shoplifting? Where is this? This is in Scotland. Why has it all got weird names? Um, at 10.25, she stopped off on her way to steal a coat from Primark. You can hardly tell me that that is her being on the right track. Um... Well, I guess maybe if she'd committed, like, mass murder before and maybe she'd sort of downgraded to shoplifting, then, you know, got to ease off these things gently, haven't you? He said he had no option but to jail Darlene. And after she admitted stopping off to steal a coat from Primark after being caught cold by... Uh, <laughs> caught cold during Storm Alley last month. Don't blame Storm Alley. <laughs> uh, she had already been spotted on CCTV and was recognised by her distinct red Wellington boots. <laughs> Before she was arrested on the court steps. Oh, God. This fucking Paddington Bear motherfucker over here. What, she stolen a duffel coat? Jesus Christ, and some jam sandwiches. <laughs> oh, marmalade sandwiches, sorry. Get your bear references right. The court was told last month that she was unable to appear because she had been arrested a short time before her case. Oh, yeah, that's a... I mean, it's an excuse. It's not a good one. Sorry I couldn't appear in court. I got arrested on the way. <laughs> it's not doing you any favours. She then appeared from custody and admitted stealing clothing from Primark on the 19th while she was on bail. She also admitted being in possession of five wraps of heroin worth 100 quid. Oopsie. Oh. Man, the item was valued at £25. When the accused was arrested at court, she was wearing the jacket, although it was not in a resaleable condition. <laughs> Oh, dearie, dearie me. She's wild. She's, uh, yeah, God. 
Yeah. I mean, I hope she goes straight. I hope she sorts her act out, gets clean, you know. And uh, they're not really the actions of a sane person. Shouldn't laugh. But um, she, that is quite something, isn't it? As far as audacity goes, that is that is up there. Uh, Darlene Mullen, you're a, uh, you're a wild one. Darlene, motherfucker. Right, okay. Uh, Bungle, uh, cocooned VIP. This is nice. Into this. nothing I can do about the video being slightly out of sync at this point. Literally nothing. I'm not going to restart the stream. That would cause all manner of wildness. It'll probably sort itself out. Probably. Probably. Yeah, I think it's just OBS having a paddy whack. Maybe it needs an update. Yes, let's grind, I do use OBS. This isn't normal though, and I've adjusted the sync on the actual uh, video thing to make sure it's in. It's just being spacky today. Yeah, I think it was just OBS having a little mild freak out. Let's not dignify it with the attention. Alright, don't start accusing me of using the sync button. Little nibbler. Shout out to Reese and Tom, who have got their order in for one of these fine, fine threshold sweatshirts. These are for lobster crew only. 
If you want one of these, they're going to be. Li I'm going to do one run on Friday night. You've got to get your orders in by Friday night, and I will not do a run of them ever again. Uh, if you go to the details of this uh, Facebook uh, YouTube stream, it will say join the Threshold Lobster Crew Facebook group. Join it, and the top post you'll find out how to get one. It's like all passwords and shit. But yeah, I'm only going to do one one run, so there's your chance. Cocoon VIP by Bungle. It's on 31. Definitely into that. Back you can clean a base. Oh shit! This is as good a time as any to shout out the VIP list. This is a list of bad motherfuckers that are supporting the show and the station as a whole on Patreon for $10 a month or more. Fine fucking people. That's Nicholas Gonclaves, Tom Ryan, Reese Moss and Oliver Hooper, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Tony Hark, Paulie Hutton, Sierra and R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle and Jerome Van Thunderbutt. Oh shit, that is an ever-growing list of bad motherfuckers. If you want your name on that list to get shouted out every show, go to the Patreon link and become part of the crew, the $10 a month crew. So, a little bit of reverb there. Sure. Anyway, yeah, cheers guys. Uh, you, you're fucking great, I love you all. Right, look, oh God, sex-crazed fish becoming super horny because of huge levels of antidepressants in the water supply. Oh, shit. Smoke. Yeah. Scientists noticed fish that were exposed to Prozac, which our treatment centres can't remove from the water supply, tried to mate more often. These horny, sex-crazed, deviant fish, they're just out there slinging fish dick like it's fucking going out of fashion. Fish are becoming increasingly horny. This is <laughs> it's the Mirror Online. They've written uh, "horny" in capital letters, like someone having a deranged Facebook rant. Fish are becoming increasingly horny because of massive quantities of unnatural chemicals in the water, according to a study. Prozac, used as an antidepressant in humans, is making fish hell bent on reproduction. Researchers, <laughs> it sounds like the Daily Mail. Researchers from Monash University found. Animals that were given the drug in a tank in a lab spent more time chasing females than those that weren't. That sounds like a, uh, eh, you know, guess he makes you happy. You just want to fuck. You want a fishy fuck. Um, yeah, just want to sling that fish stick like it's going out of fashion. Why not? Why the devil not? As long as it's consensual, conservative, missionary, just, you know, just keep it simple. Just for reproduction. Uh, the... <laughs> 
Scientists, uh, Michael uh, Bertram, said he did it for a laugh. All right. Uh, Dosed male mosquito fish in an aquarium with high and low quantities of uh, fluoroxetine. I think that's how you pronounce it. The active ingredient in Prozac. The fish given higher doses showed more frequent copulatory behaviour. They were fucking like crazy. And spent more time pursuing females. He described they would use antics uh, such as... (laughs) such as negging and uh, complimenting shoes, uh, saying, that they w- saying that they wanted long-term relationships, which they secretly didn't, and other tactics to get their fishy lovers into the sack. Uh, Mr. Bertram wrote in Science Trends, in one-on-one mating trials, males in the high fluoroxetine treatment performed more frequent copulatory behaviour towards females than did males in the unexposed treatment. Sounds like a rough study for these female fish. Um, The study adds a significant positive correlation was detected in control fish between the activity levels in the maze and time spent pursuing females in a reproductory uh, essay. (sighs) Baroxetine makes its way into the ecosystem because our water treatment systems cannot filter it out, along with other pharmaceutical drugs making their way into the environment. They're poisoning the uh, water supply with their antidepressants. They're making the frogs gay and the fish horny. And uh, they're, <laughs> they're making the interdimensional vampires uh, suck the blood out of, uh, out of white liberals. Uh, rich white, the rich white liberal elite are sucking blood out of horny fish. Uh, and it gives them power to travel interdimensionally across a semi-permeable membrane, as you may have learned about osmosis in high school. Uh, Mr... Uh Mr. Bertrand said flux, uh, fluoxetine can cause a wide range of adverse effects in aquatic species, including disruptive development and reproduction and altering morphological and physiological traits. Uh, it can also make fish act like complete twats. Right. Uh, according to Mr. Bertrand, he said that they would, they would, t- they would play bad music, overly loud in the aquarium and uh, share memes that were well out of date. Yeah, that sounds annoying. They would also hog all the gear at parties and uh, they would spend ages uh, racking up gear in the toilets despite there being a very large queue for only one small toilet. It's not on, is it? It's a bit of a pain in the ass, actually. They're also not very good at sharing their gear and um, will often lie about how much they paid for it when asking people to club in. Sound like a bunch of pricks, to be honest. Not into it. Right, come on, what else we got over here? Scam arts. Oh, scream arts. Sorry, small text. Uh, This is called Submerged. What are we at? Mm. I'm unsure of the label, I apologise.
Can we get some stickers with the orders? Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know whether or not I'll be able to get them done in time to go out with these, uh, sweatshirts, though. Uh, but, you know, I'll get some done and I'll send some to you. Got your address. Yeah, I see you. You don't see me. The sky has gone, turned its back on me. Into your eyes, the shine, an emerald ring. And into your lungs, the breeze. Can you play drum sound and bass line Smith Super Funk? It's a bum wiping tune. <laughs> that is an absolute bum wiper of a tune. <laughs> I could have no idea what that means. It's a nice mental image though. Lobsters. I will warn you, in terms of merchandise, there's going to be Rankin's Records t-shirt going up in a couple of days. It's a beauty. Also, we'll do the Lobster Crew t-shirts very soon. Nice, I like those drums. This is Scream Arts, it's uh, called Submerged. Oh, Tom Cram late to the bloody party joining the Lobster Club. My life, my days, my children. Right, okay, so. I would recommend buckling up for this next one. <laughs> this is uh, stuff's about to take a turn for the worse. Uh, thank you to Andrew Waite, who posted this in um, uh, in the the Threshold Lobster Crew Facebook group. And you are right. This is it's appalling. It's pretty fucking bad. 
Okay, uh, where's it gone? Uh, this comes from a reliable, jo- uh, re- reliable source of journalism, Vice magazine. <coughs> Logs. Um, pensioner banned from every farm in Britain for fisting cow. <sighs> John Kerno, 80, was caught masturbating with his entire hand in a cow. This seems like something out of brass eye. I, this is rough, man. This is a rough story. A pensioner from West London has been found guilty on two counts of outraging public decency. That's a, that's a good one for the criminal record. Uh, add that one to the list. Uh, and banned from every farm in Britain after being caught masturbating with his hand fully inside a cow. No, thank you. Uxbridge Magistrates Court heard that the 80-year-old John Kerno had twice been spotted assaulting cows in Park Lodge Farm in Uxbridge, West London. Yikes. Farmer Suzanne Howie, or Susan Howie, told the court that the first time she saw Kerno in the field, he had his left hand. That's not. That's not. Forget it. He had his left hand interfering with the cow and his right hand on a part of his lower body. He was masturbating. You could see him moving up and down, and his trousers and his boxer shorts were at his ankles. God, really going for it. Really, you you know you mean business when you've actually lowered the trousers and the boxer shorts all the way to the ankles. You've not just sort of slipped it out and you've still got them sort of largely around your ass, but you've just sort of lowered the front of them. You've actually dropped the trousers and pants all the way to the floor. That's how you fucking know he means business. <laughs> this is so grim. The second time, I said, Howie, uh, Kerno had his whole hand in the cow. And when, she realized, and when he realised he'd been rumbled, he grabbed his trousers and boxers and he ran for the stile and actually fell over the stile because his trousers fell down when he was trying to get over it. Oh, my God. This is a bit, bit Monty Python, isn't it? I was disgusted, continued Howie. Rightly so. We gave nobody permission to touch or interfere with our cows. It might seem funny to you, but they're family. They're not just cows. We aren't going to eat them, but they're family. Kerno claimed he visited a church near the farm once a week merely because he liked the view. But according to two more eyewitnesses, he was there for more than just the sights. After the pensioner had somehow managed to escape uh, Mrs. Howie twice uh, with his pants around his ankles, he allegedly went back for more and was spotted by two sisters who watched him from 150 yards away. That's not that far away. You'd know, I think, if people were watching you from that distance. Watched him try to have sex with a cow for half an hour. After watching, for some reason, for that period of time, they called the police. <laughs> yeah, that's... An, that's uh, are you going to stand there, like 150 yards away? It's not that far away. And watch a man have sex with a cow for half an hour before calling the police. Like, you think after, like, five minutes you go, yeah, no, he, yeah, he definitely is having sex with that cow. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to have sex. I, I don't know whether or not it's a crime. It could probably, but I, I don't think he should be doing that. We should, we should call the police. Uh, after 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, no, half an hour, I think. We'll give, we've given him half an hour. Come on, you've had your fun. Right, we're calling the cops. That's wild. Kerno was found guilty of two counts of outraging public decency and is banned from every farm with animals for the duration of his bail. But he said he's going to appeal the decision and sue the police, claiming that he hasn't masturbated in three years because of the medication he's on. Why would I drop my trousers, he said. I never did it. 
It's their word against mine. <laughs> Kerno will be sentenced uh, in February. <sighs> you'd think if you were watching him on the job with that cow for half an hour, you'd have got your phone out to film it at some point. Maybe they're, maybe they're just sm- maybe they're smearing him. Maybe, uh, maybe they just hate him. I mean, he looks every... I don't want to like cast aspersions or make judgments. I don't know the intricacies of the case. I don't know his side of the story other than he says he didn't do it. He just looks a bit like, you know, he looks a bit cowy, you know? He looks a bit, you know, yeah. You know, a little bit, a little bit rascal, you know, a little bit digi. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a no from me. <sighs> Christ. Um, okay. Uh, I need a sort of palate cleanse after that. What can we have? Uh, oh, where's that GB track? Mm-mm, it's called Stabs. It's a good record. There it is. This is nice. It's called Stabs. It's by GB. It's on an EP called The Arcane, which I believe is on motherfucking metalheads. Join the lobster crew now. Everyone's just looking for their sweet, sweet action. Rough news next, I'm warning you.
Yeah, Reese, if you just want to top that group up with moth memes, that'd be cool. Steve Harris, he's uh, selling drugs in the chat. I do not condone such actions. See a lot of new faces at Lobsters. Club. Looks like some of you have been breaking the first two rules. All right, all right, all right, all right. That was uh, Stabs by Juby. Um, presume it's pronounced Juby, not Jubai. But, you know, drum and bass names just, they're getting harder by the bloody year. I mean, you can't just stick. Keith used to be simple, hype, you know, Ray Keith, easy. You know, now it's all uh, Spiffle and um, Pliffney and Spadge. And I can't keep up. I can't keep up. Uh, Splimblam, Jesus, GV, GB, Hebe GBs. It's too much. Right, look, rough news, people. I'm not happy about this. YouTube may have to ban people from uploading videos due to the new EU rule. YouTube has said that new EU copyright rules may mean it has to start banning people from uploading their own videos, in turn potentially drastically changing the internet we know today. The EU's new copyright directive, which is known as Article 13, uh, will see platforms like YouTube forced to scan through content in order to ensure nothing includes anything copyrighted. The same legislation has also been dubbed the meme ban, as it also means other websites could be made to filter out text, audio, photos and video, all of course fundamental elements to the meme culture we love. (sighs) Now I'm no Brexiteer, but... If Brexit means we don't have to go along with Article 13, I mean, yeah, all right. I appreciate maybe Article 13 is like it has good foundations that they want to just make sure that people aren't like ripping each other off. But if it destroys memes, if it if if it means we can't have memes, I don't I don't think it's worth it. Hey, look, I'm I've spent my entire career making stuff that, you know, falls under copyright laws and, you know, you can, if it, it was, was a toss-up between people having all of my stuff for free and we kept the memes or uh, I made the fucking 17 pence out of selling music that I make and we don't get the memes, you can take my 17p, but you'll never take my memes! <laughs> oh, God. People would, people would have to... People would get creative with it, but... I also think that, I mean, to try and do it with images is just completely ridiculous because all you would have to do is slightly warp an image and you just you wouldn't be able to bloody detect it. But it would make everything such a fucking pain in the arse. Like, particularly with music, because it's not... There's more to, like, uploading stuff than just, like... People who upload... Like, YouTube was enormously responsible for the birth of a lot of genres without... Uh, YouTube, I think the rise of dubstep would have been completely different. Like there were so many artists that got huge off the back of having their stuff uploaded to YouTube, 
and that's where people were finding music and like yeah okay no one was getting paid but it was a th- and you could you could have it taken down if you wanted to if you want to have your stuff taken down off youtube you just go and tell them and they'll take it down like they're pretty good at it it's the same with loads of other places with soundcloud with bloody anywhere they'll take it down but you know most people accept that that's part of the thing that's but that helps with the promo like it's not considered sort of pirating the breach of copyright like if i don't know i mean if you people were selling it it's it's a different thing youtube ceo susan uh wajiki wajiki i I can't pronounce that i'm sorry uh uh, has spoken out about the ban calling on creators to openly voice their opinions and rally against the proposed rule in a blog post she wrote article 13 as written threatens to shut down the ability of millions of people from creators like you to everyday users to upload content to platforms like youtube uh this would obviously include facebook instagram any social media sites and uh, it could threaten hundreds of thousands of jobs referring to anyone from EU-based content creators uh, through to businesses and artists. It would be a fucking disaster, basically. Uh, I think, you know, potentially it had good merits in the beginning, but it may it may not. It may just be a fucking... I don't want to get Alex, Alex Jones about it, but it could be... Uh, it has rather authoritarian undertones. It's dark. I'm not into it. I'll fucking... Yeah, no. No Article 13, please. No Article 13. What's the... Uh, there's a hashtag. Save your... Hashtag save your internet. Hashtag save your internet. Need to get that on a fucking... Lobsters. I don't even know. Right, look, that's enough of that. That's that's too depressing. I'm not happy about it. Um, where are we? Come on. Well, sex crazed fish. That's gone wrong. Well, that's no... That's no... Fartproof jeans. No, right, look, I'm going to place... Oh, Jesus, more bloody animal sex. Ugh. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, God, let's play Mob Tactics. It'll make everything okay. Hey, I sent Mob Tactics a tweet the other day. I said, hey, I really like your remix of Play Me. Bit of fun, that. Did they respond? Did they fuck? What are you going to do? Right, so I don't know the ins and outs of Article 13 other than uh, a few bits and bobs, but I could do a bit of a D 
deep dive on it, uh, maybe for tomorrow or later in the week, and I'll try and, um, yeah, I don't know, give a bit more of a report of the ins and outs of it. Seeing as this show's called fucking Coffee and Memes, well, you take the memes first and then the coffee, Christ, they'll never take me alive. Zuckerberg comes in here trying to take my memes. Jesus, I'll heel hook him into next week. This is Mob Tactics, it's on RAM, it's called Dream World, it's a hot bit of gear. Maybe I'll just keep tweeting in that I like all their tunes until they reply. Hello, love your tunes. Deadbase is saying, couldn't we just upload memes via a server in a country that doesn't abide by this article? Monkey Z saying, it still has to pass through British IPs, ISPS. Government has a kill switch for the internet. They're responsible for everything that happens on here, ultimately. Yeah, this is the thing. It's just like, you're just giving the bloody government another opportunity to fucking take your shit down. Doesn't fit in with my centre-left libertarian views. I'm not having it. Presumably, yeah, you could use a VPN. In half a faff, though. And I'm thinking it's likely to be, you know, your YouTubes, your Instagrams, your Facebooks, where it's really gonna, you know, be a pain. They're gonna be like, sorry, you don't own that picture of a moth. Like, you know... No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's it. Throw him in the gulag. Lock him up. 25 to life. <sighs> they, they might. They bloody, they, they, you know, I, w- I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. Right. Okay. Let, let's just close the show on this oh, fucking dystopian hellscape of a news story. Woman had threesome with Doberman and husband in master bedroom. Video found at their kennel business. Ah, why are people so awful? Uh, this is the problem with just looking through the news websites, you know, the news websites, um, for funny news. You get awful stuff as well. I mean, really, it's so bad. There's so much horrendous stuff out in the world. It's, uh, yeah, bizarre to think that we're actually living in some of the most prosperous times of humanity. Uh, police in the US have launched a crime against nature investigation against Christina and Richard Patterson. Hold on a second, isn't Richard Patterson on the VIP list? Yeah, he is. It's not that Richard Patterson. I will confirm now, it is not 100% not the Richard Patterson um, uh, in the VIP list. I promise. 
I promise. Where are we? Oh, it's gone now. I know where it is. A woman is behind bar accused of having a threesome with her husband and a Doberman pincher called Demon. Oh, God. This gets darker. I should read these before reading them on air. Christina Patterson, 42, is said to have been caught on the film with Richard, 47, and their dog in their master bedroom. Footage of the alleged vile, alleged vile session was reportedly found on a video after a raid by officers searching for illegal guns at the home of the kennel owners. Christina Patterson has been charged with six counts of bestiality. Jesus, six counts of animal cruelty following a 15-month probe. This is in uh, Virginia, in America. The brunette is being held... <laughs> the brunette. Weird way to, uh, the, the brunette is being held in the same jail. Western, tint, Western Tidewater region as her husband, who faces gun charges. Any bestiality charges against him would be brought when the weapons case was over, police said. Oh, God. He looks like a wrong one. Uh, a crimes against nature investigation was triggered in July 2017 after bestiality videos of the couple who trained police dogs were found on computers seized from their home. They included one of the... I don't want to read any more of that. It's awful. That's so grim. The world is a... Truly terrible place sometimes. Go on, well, let's get some fun stuff in there before the end of the show. Oh, here we go. You can now buy flatulence jeans, which claim to stop your farts from smelling, but they don't come cheap. <gasps> flatulence jeans are the latest in a string of bizarre fashion items to hit the market. Christ, I know some people that need these. If any of you have ever listened to Rankin Radio, I'll tell you what, old side 20 needs a bloody pair of these. They actually look like normal jeans as well. We've all been there. You're on a date or at an important meeting and you let out a little fart. My favourite will be public transport. I've got headphones on and I let out a creeper. And because I've got the headphones on, I don't know whether or not it's made any noise. And it could have, it's dangerous. It's, it's kind of like a sport, isn't it? In many ways, just to, uh, just to have a go at it and sort of hope for the best and to have a look around and see whether or not anyone's sort of, anyone's noticed. Um, it shouldn't really be a big deal, but you can't stop your face from flushing uh, an embarrassment from consuming your entire being because it stinks. Um, so what do you do? Laugh it off, run and hide, maybe in the past. Right, yeah, so anyway, there are these jeans. How, did they, how, how does it do it? According to the website, Shreddy's flatulence filtering garments uh, feature an activated carbon back panel that absorbs all flatulence odours. Due to its highly porous nature, the odour vapours become trapped and neutralised by the cloth, which is then reactivated by simply washing the garment. Uh, the girl wearing them in the uh, shot, the promo shots for it, they've done a sort of sexy shot, uh, sort of sexy promo. She's got the top button uh, undone, and then she's just got a brassiere on at the top, and she's obviously just farting, her way, farting herself stupid with no worries whatsoever about um causing a scene she's just letting it out letting out a creeper at that very moment oh this is bringing out the sort of teenage boy in me bloody nora right look, let's finish off the show with a nice uh oh this is sd it's called take your time God, i need a bloody beer trim mention away yeah
Yeah, if Article 13 comes in, there's going to be a real trade in actual physical memes, printing them out and just sharing them in this sort of like underground, you know, meme clubs, back alley meme trading. Could happen. Tom Cam, yeah, go for it. <laughs> Maybe just copy and paste the exact text that I tweeted to them and uh, <laughs> see, see how many people could tweet the exact same thing. Like your remix of Play Me. Bit of fun, that. Hello. Little shout out to the VIP list. Nicholas Gonkaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Moss, and Oliver Hooper, Squidgy Beats, Parsons, Tony Hart, Paulie Hutton, Sierra and R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom, ha- Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Sarah Bickle, and Jerun Van Thunderbart. We'll try and do it in one breath tomorrow. This is a naughty little bubbler. Cheeky little number. Bit naughty, bit pokey, bit rascal. Yeah, this is called Take Your Time. It's by SD. Some focus recordings. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today. Like I say, if you want one of these beautiful golden threshold sweaters or hoodies, the only way you can get one is by going through the Lobster Crew Facebook group. There is a link in the YouTube uh, description. They are available for this week and this week only. I'll be doing the print run on Friday and then never again. Never again.
Thank you very much, all listeners, all lobster crew. Lobsters. Tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. I will be back. I'll be back on Threshold.fm. I will be back on the YouTubes. Not selling tank tops, nor am I selling phone top up, nor am I selling phone cases. I'm selling dreams, ladies and gentlemen. Selling dreams and selling memes. But don't let your memes be dreams. Don't let your memes be dreams. All right. Do it! Just do it! Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. I will see you tomorrow. I love you very much. Don't let your memes be dreams. Be nice to everyone. Just, you know, just be decent humans. Just be decent humans. Okay. God bless. Love you.